It's Thursday night of San Diego Comic-Con and uh, Team Comic-Con from my entertainment world. We're sitting down, we're going to review our day very briefly because we're all a little bit loopy from a long day. But uh, Kelly, start us off. What did you get up to today? Okay, so I started my day in my one big panel at uh, the actual convention center itself, which was the Behind the Music 7th Annual panel, which they've divided this year. They've got Crime, Death, and Resurrection is the first one, and then tomorrow's going to be the sci-fi. Um, so today was the panel of uh, guys who work, do write the scores for things like Fargo and American Horror Story, Vampire Diaries, that sort of thing, and it was hosted by one of the actors from the originals, and it was pretty interesting, but Far more interesting was that it was followed by the press room, my first press room of the weekend, uh, or I guess it's not really the weekend yet, but the, of the con, and that was so I moved over to the Hilton, where I spent the rest of my day, uh, and went to my first press room, uh, where we talk I talked to all of the composers that were on the panel. Uh, my favorite was Jeff Russo, the guy who does Fargo. Uh, he was really interesting. He talked about how the uh, a lot of composers like composing specifically in D minor because it's like a interesting emotional key or whatever. And it was just kind of interesting to talk to them all, and they were all really nice. And the panels or the roundtables were all really small, so that was great. Um, and then after that, I ran over to what I, I believe the player was next, which was uh, it's an upcoming NBC show. Um, it stars, uh, Philip Winchester and, uh, Wesley Snipes, and it's from John Rogers, who made Leverage and The Blacklist, so it should be a pretty big hit, uh, in the fall for NBC, and it was fun. I talked to all three of those guys. Um, I'm a big fan, Philip Winchester fan from his performance as Edmund in the Ian McKellen King Lear, which you might remember from PBS a while back. Uh, so that was really fun. He was incredibly nice. Wesley Snipes was cool. He was exactly as you'd expect him to be. And John Rogers is like the most gregarious and fun showrunner uh, that you're likely to talk to. He's a really cool guy. So that was really fun. It was a really crowded press room, though. It was really loud and hectic, and there were tons of people at my round table. Um... I also did, later on, I think I'm missing one in between here, but, uh, oh, then I went to the Scooby-Doo and Kiss press room, which was craziness. Uh, first of all, it, it's, it's a weird movie. It's a feature-length, straight-to-DVD cartoon movie of Scooby-Doo, uh, with voice by Matthew Lillard does Shaggy still, he has for, like, the last 20 years. Um, it's the usual Scooby gang. And it's, uh, we talked to everybody who's in the movie and the screenwriter and the director and the producer, which was nonsense. Uh, the movie is Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes, who did the red carpet but not the press rooms. And then we, uh, so we, then, then it's, it's Scooby-Doo meets Kiss, which was nonsense and craziness. And Gene Simmons came over and, like, was overly friendly with me, and I have a fun photo from that, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, that was sort of surreal. Then I went to a few Comedy Central press rooms. We started with um, Another Period, which is uh, Ricky Lindholm and Natasha Leggero. Leggero. I'm not 100% sure how to pronounce Natasha's name. Um, but it's sort of like keeping up with the Kardashians meets Downton Abbey, but like in 1902 Rhode Island. Um, it's very specific, uh, but it's, very, it's pretty funny, actually. It's, I think, three episodes in on Comedy Central. And uh, we spoke to 
the showrunner, uh, Paget Brewster, who's in it, uh, the director, uh, Natasha, Natasha and Ricky, and then also two of the guys who are in it, one of whom, uh, Armin, Armin, I don't remember his last name, is one of them. The other one is Michael Ian Black, who did the most interesting interview of the day for me, uh, because they were just really goofy and not really paying attention, but also sort of in character and, like, ribbing each other a lot, which was kind of fun, but also a little bit confounding as someone asking them questions. Uh, and then I went on to Moonbeam City, where we talked to uh, the showrunner, the creator, um, Will Forte, and the leading voice actor, uh, Rob Lowe, which was really exciting for me, because I'm a huge West Wing fan, huge Parks and Rec fan, huge Brothers and Sisters fan. Uh, he was called away to take a phone call, though, so uh, both writers were really interesting on that. Then I went to the Backstreet Boy panel, which for some reason they're here doing a stupid western they haven't even really started making yet they're just promoting it so that was kind of funny joey fatone was there which was weird uh but he's really entertaining and then uh saya and i went to a party which i'll leave her to tell you about so it was a really full day i had like 15 minutes off the entire day in which i ran up an escalator eating a hamburger really fast and that was sort of my whole day and it was crazy but it was fun and there were a lot of celebrities and it was Surreal. What did you get up to, Sia? Uh, let's see. I started the day with a TV Land panel. Uh, TV Land is really working on kind of changing their image, I guess. Um, I, Michael Ian Black actually hosted the panel later. He's like, this isn't Betty White's TV Land. Like, they're definitely going for younger and edgier. So I spoke to um, a couple of the actresses from Teachers is one of their new shows, and Sarah Rue, who's doing this show called Impastor. Um... I wandered the floor a little bit, so also the cool costumes. Um, I think like there wasn't like a one. Like I thought I'd see like a lot of repeat costumes, but there's pretty diverse. Um, and then let's see after that, what did I do? Um, I went to the TV Land panel, and then I went to. Um, it was called Musical Anatomy of a Superhero, which is they got a bunch of um, composers to talk, like they got. Um, Christoph Beck, who did the new Ant-Man, and we saw a clip of the new Ant-Man, like, Ooh. just to showcase the music. Um, they had uh, Marco Beltrami, who did the Fantastic Four, so we heard a clip from it. We didn't get to see anything from the new Fantastic Four. Um, there was Blake Neely, who does, like, Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, Brian Tyler, who did Avengers, Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3, Thor. And the one I was most excited about was Tom Holkenborg, or Junkie XL, I guess is what he's known as, Junkie XL. And he did Mad Max. So <laughs> they showed us a clip, and then you remember how great Mad Max is and how great the music is in it. So it was really exciting. And then I did a press room. Um, I didn't get to ask them as many questions as I wanted because I think it was not enough, enough time per table. Um, but people ask cool questions, so I'll post some of those later. No flaming guitar, though. I know. <laughs> He told a funny antidote, which I'll, um, like, the, he went to Sydney, it was like a last minute thing, they just, like, it was a mystery call from, I think it was the producer, he's just like, what are you doing tonight? You're coming to Sydney, that's what you're doing, and then, like, they told him the show, they showed him concept art, and he kind of looked at the, like, the guitar character, he's like, we should do a, we should do a rock opera, and they're like, yeah, and that's how that came about. So I guess it wasn't his idea, but it sounded like he contributed heavily to the, flaming guitar guy, which is cool. Um, 
then what did I do? I, I spoke to, it's a completely random meeting, but this guy, <laughs> uh, Pizza with Writers, he was like standing on a, a corner or an intersection like, free pizza. And I was like, well, what's this about? He's like, oh, I have this show called Pizza with Writers. So I talked to him and it's like um, a self-produced show. He's produced it himself and he just makes pizza in his backyard because he has like a really awesome brick oven apparently. And he just gets writers from different shows and they make pizza and talk. So it's like an interview series, but they do stuff while they do it. So I haven't actually got to check it out because I just found out about the show's existence today. Um, but it sounds like a cool idea, so I'm going to check it out. And then I went to the Damien panel, which was interesting. It's a uh, follow-up on The Omen, so it's like a horror show, which usually I don't like, but it just seems like such a cool concept. And Bradley James is in it, and I think Bradley James's potential was underused on Merlin. Like, Merlin was a <laughs> Merlin was a very enjoyable show, but I feel like Arthur was kind of simplified, as you do when you get, like, an iconic character like Arthur. So I feel like Damien is a more complex gray character, so it'll be nice to see him exercise different acting muscles, I guess. And then Barbara Hershley's in it. Um, and, yeah, like, one of the, the showrunner did The Walking Dead, so it sounds promising. And then I went to the party with Kelly, and... Yeah, it, was it was the IGN, IGN party. So it was all video game people and stuff. Which so. they seemed lovely. It's just neither of us know much about video games. It just, <laughs> it's just really daunting, because there's so much. And if you don't know video games, it's like, where do you start? And the place to start is not at a party full of video game people, yeah. so... And it was, it was it was really crowded and really loud, but it was kind of, it was really swanky. They had, like, a full bar and all that kind of stuff, food, or past hors d'oeuvres. And we saw Luke from uh, Modern Family. You saw Luke. I missed... He was, well, you saw him. You just didn't identify him. He was, like, stars. just standing in front of us in line. But he, uh, he's only 16, so he had to get, like, a special wristband. It was kind of funny. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, we saw him. Apparently Elijah Wood was there. Sean Astin showed up later. Lots of Lord of the Rings, apparently. Yeah, so it was fun. We saw my friend Alexa, yeah. who was a pretty big uh, gaming reviewer, so that was fun. Marty? Well, I spend most of my day on the exhibit floor uh, rubbing elbows with uh, the, the, the <laughs> average con-goers, uh, all of whom were very enthusiastic on the first day. Um... I managed to get a couple of interviews with uh, Deadpool cosplayers, which is sort of my little pet project for the con. Uh, but other than that, I actually started the day with uh, a panel called uh, Wrath of the Con Bloggers, and it was a kind of a meta event talking about writing about cons, and there were a lot of people there that have fairly well-known blogs dealing with um, answering questions for first-time San Diego Comic-Con attendees. Uh, so there was a lot of a lot of information that was just sort of about identifying an audience and uh, and sharing information and building sort of community while at the same time providing, you know, answers to the usual frequently asked questions like, you know, how do I get into Hall H and what's involved in getting a pass, how do I get a hotel room, stuff like that. Um, and balancing that out with an individual personality for each of these sites as they focus on a, a particular target demographic of uh, con attendees. So yeah, from that I went and started uh, meeting cosplayers, which was fun, uh, as well as uh, just sort of wandering around, continuing to get my bearings of the exhibit hall, which is 
massive and so many different um, uh, areas that, uh, that that sort of fo- focus on different things. Uh, from there, I uh, I went to uh, I wanted to go to the Image Comics panel. Uh, they're a publisher that I'm you know really enjoy and, and enjoy a lot of their titles and all of their uh, creations. Uh, all of their comics are creator owned, so uh, they they have a, each of each of their titles is driven by the creators. Um, and so that was, that was a really neat panel, but in getting into that, I actually saw, uh, a panel about a fan-made, uh, Star Trek film, uh, called Axanar, which, uh, looks like, it looks like something that started as a little sort of fan passion project, but it's gradually snowballed through various crowdfunding campaigns, uh, into this massive, um, epic and there's so much that's gone into all of the, all of the details that it's sort of like it's it's tacked on and snowballed into this big film project, um, and yeah. So those are those are the panels I attended, and then I kept on sort of walking around and talking to, talking to cosplayers, which was really cool, um, and and just sort of getting a sense of uh, of the vibe. But uh, yeah, we're all we're all getting a little bit loopy. Uh, <laughs> So, unless there's anything else. No, oh, we'll probably sign off for tonight. That was probably my heaviest day in terms of scheduling. Uh, so it'll ease up tomorrow a little bit, and then a lot on Saturday and Sunday. Um, but yeah, my uh, schedule's very celebrity-filled, which is kind of fun. And uh, got to sit next to Rob Lowe. He smells really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my like big thing to report, is that Sean, uh, Rob Lowe smells really good. Um, which, I mean, you knew that already. Yeah, that didn't That's surprise That's not surprising me. at all. Um, He's a stinky. <laughs> God. All right, so we're going to wrap that up for tonight. Woohoo. We'll figure this out eventually. Maybe by the last day of the con. We'll have, <laughs> we'll have something smooth, but goodbye. Bye, guys.